Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast. I'm Kenny Vaughn. I'm here with my wife, Tammy. Hello. Talking about how to live a loving life. And if you haven't read the book, The Right Fight, How to Live a Loving Life, we started with episode one. We started the podcast to work our way through the book. We went chapter by chapter through the book. You can buy the book. It's on Amazon. It's childrenstrength.com. Or you can just listen to the podcast. You can go back to the beginning and go chapter by chapter. Every episode we do is based on our, our beliefs and what we're sharing about what love really is because we believe it governs our entire life. But I think the book will be helpful because of the images and, and the, the, the pictures that you can see that paint a picture of what love really is, how it works in our life. So if you're just picking up, I'm just dropping this in here, and just in case you're just checking in with the podcast, um, you might consider going back and listening to some of the other ones and the early ones, find your way through the book or reading that book, and you'll have a better, a more full understanding of what we're trying to communicate. Today, we're talking about, specifically talking about where's your purpose, and and I, and what we're suggesting is that your purpose is found in other people, and we'll explain what we mean by that, but I was, I was talking to someone this weekend, and they're young, and you know, in their 20s, they've already had some success in business. I, I would say they're doing well, and but they're, they're already, you know, a few years in, like struggling a little bit with, okay, where's the purpose? Like, you know, what can I do to find real purpose in what I'm doing? There's someone close to me, and I thought, you know, I know, <laughs> unfortunately, all the people around me, too close to me, they, they get their ears filled all the time. But, but I thought, you know what, I'm, uh, they may not want to hear it, but I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and try to share some truths with them that I think will make a difference. And, and so I said, hey, you know what, I think your purpose is not going to be found in you or even in what you do. Now, you may have a gift, and this person has a gift, and that I would say that they're functioning in their gift, like their, their profession is in the area of their gift from God. But that's not your purpose. Your purpose is, is going to be found in why you do what you do. So you can be, just as an example, you could be a gifted athlete, and you can be an athlete to prove to the world how great you are. And you can spend your whole life doing that. And at the end of your career, you can retire and be as empty and a shell of a person and feel so hopeless and so without purpose and wonder what was it all was it what was it all for? So you 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 functioned in your gift, but you had no purpose because of why you did it. So we need to, and we can do almost anything for the right why. We don't have to function in our gift to have the right why. You could be a gifted athlete, end up digging ditches or working in a coal mine. But if you're doing that to provide for your family, if you're doing, but if that's the best you can do, and you're giving all you have for God and others, while you function in something that's not your gift, you're going to have purpose. Mm-hmm. You don't have to love what you're doing to have purpose. So I was trying to, because I could tell he was genuinely seeking. So I'm like, I'm trying to, sh- I want to I reveal to him how to find what real purpose is and, and, and where to find it. And you find it in the people around you. And what I mean by that is the people closest to you. Um, you know, we make shields of strength. I learned this kind of the hard way. We make shields of strength. We made these dog tags or scriptures on them. Put them in your mom's gift shop. They spread to a few gift shops. Mm-hmm. One of them was near a military base in another state. The military ended up getting a hold of them. We ended up, you know, so fast forward 10 years, 10 years later, we've made a couple million of these dog tags, given most of them to the military. It's felt like so 
fulfilling. You know, you're actually getting to make a difference by making these dog tags. But around, you know, a few years into the journey, we're just making for my, I, this is a spot I hit. And I don't know if I've even told you this, you know, but I hit a spot where it's like, you know, we're making all these dog tags. We're shipping and shipping them to all these people. And there's a, there's a good purpose for that. But my personal purpose was feeling weak. And because I would sit down and go, you know, and I get all the stories and everything from the soldiers that got them. They're so encouraging and all that stuff. But I didn't give that soldier that dog tag. I mean, we shipped a box of 5,000 dog tags to, you know, uh, the, the commanding general or the chaplain or whoever it was. And that individual chaplain handed that dog tag to that soldier and that soldier's testimony, his story, the difference God's word made in his life and in horrible circumstances, whatever it was, that was that was that was purpose filled by that chaplain handing it to that guy. Now we played a role in that, but what I'm trying to say is that at the end of the day, I wasn't finding I wasn't being my purpose wasn't being filled by that. And I, what I started finding was that my at the same time that all that was going on, here's something else that was happening. We were driving around town, and I had a bag of them in my truck. And I would stop at the gas station and, and get gas. And if I saw someone that was that seemed down, I'd give them one. Or uh, you know, just everywhere we went, we give one, we give one away. And then me touching their life individually, one on one, touching the person closest to me touching their life and then years later getting the testimonies those testimonies that was like purpose for me does that make sense mm-hmm. so it's like the people closest to you and then you have the you don't have to make a dog tag with scriptures on them like you encounter people all day long every day everywhere you go purpose is presenting itself to you all the time, everywhere. The problem is, and this happened in my own life, is that my problem was I was so distracted. One, by trying to find my purpose. That's like the, the biggest distraction of all, is me trying to find my purpose. I can't find my purpose. You know, if, in other words, if I give you something for my purpose, I kill my purpose. That, that's not, you know, it's like that was selfish. It wasn't selfless. It's when I give to you expecting nothing in return. It's when, it's when I do something with you with no regard for myself at all that then my that, that my purpose finds me. So it's like it's like I try to chase my purpose down. I case I kill it or I chase it away. But if my eyes are open to see when purpose is presenting itself to me, and I, and I seize the opportunities with the people closest to me, this starts first and foremost above all with our families. If we aren't loving our families and 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 fulfilling our purpose within our in our family first to the best of our ability. Now, if they won't love us and if they won't let you love them, that's a totally, you can have peace with that. You're doing all you can. You can have peace with that. But first and foremost, we got to love and, and fulfill our purpose in our own families. And then beyond that, we our eyes need to be open to see the opportunities that are being presented to us everywhere we go all day long. And in my life for too long, I was walking by all my opportunities for purpose all day long, every day, right in front of me. And you have them right now. Like people think, hey, I have to become successful. I have to achieve something. I have to go somewhere. I have to do something. I I have to get somewhere before I can then 
fulfill some purpose. And that's not true at all. You know, that's, your purpose is surrounding you all day long, every day. These opportunities are there presenting themselves to you. You just have to, you have to be selfless enough and your eyes, your eyes have to be not inverted. Like our, my, my uncle used to always say, you got inverted eyeballs. Like all you see is yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to flip your eyeballs around. You got to see what's going on around you and seize the opportunities that are presented to you. So I'm going to give you an example. And this was a, it's a crazy story. It's funny. It's sad. It's, it's a little bit of everything. I don't think I've told it before, but, um, but we were leaving church one Sunday and we pull out on the highway and we're, we're coming home. And of course y'all know from the stories, if I, somebody broke down on the side of the road, <laughs> Kenny might be trying to pick them up. You know I mean? God only knows, you know, so, or, and then get half a mile down the road. I'm trying to throw them out. <laughs> but, um, but we, 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 there, we, we pass an SUV, like a suburban. It's on the shoulder of the road. And there's a lady, she's out of the vehicle. She's on the passenger side. And it looks like she's wrestling with someone. And as we pass the vehicle, I look over and I realize she, like, I get a quick glimpse. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm almost positive she had a a grown person by the feet and trying to drag him out of her truck. And so uh, my first thought is, oh, my God, you know, like, this guy's either trying to carjack her or he's trying to get to her kids, or I don't know what's going on, and she's fighting for her life, trying to pull him out by his boots. And so I pull over, and I even went like 100 yards down the road because I thought, man, this if bullets start flying, I don't want my kids and you to get shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I pull over off onto the shoulder. I get out, and I start running back to, to their vehicle. As I'm running, of course, I'm thinking, there's no way it's what I thought it was. Like, this is going to have to be something different. You know, there's no way there's a lady. Well, the closer I get, it's like, oh, man, she's definitely got an adult male. He's got cowboy boots on. She's got him by the boots, and she's trying to pull him out of the passenger seat of the truck. Okay? So I close in on the situation. I make the corner, get around the door. She sees me. She lets him go. She jumps in the back seat, and then she starts screaming, pull on his feet, pull on his legs, pull on his legs. And I'm like, pull on his legs? Like, I mean, just imagine this unfolding in front of your eyes. Like, boy, she jumps in the back seat. Well, then I see he's he's wailing in agony. Yeah. Okay. And he's locked up. Like, by locked up, I mean, like his whole body look appears to be cramped up. And his legs are stiff as a board sticking out, you know. And he's he's got his hand. He's got his, he's grabbed to hold of the steering wheel. He's holding on to the steering wheel. His body's going across the center console like his belly. You know, his torso's in the passenger seat. Cowboy boots sticking out the passenger's mm-hmm. door. Now she's in the back seat, reaching over center console. She's got both her hands on him, and she's praying. She's praying for him. She's crying, and <laughs> while they're telling me pull on his legs. So I'm like, I don't know what to. So I just I put one cowboy boot under my, each armpit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got a cowboy boot. I wrap my arms around his calves. I got my feet in the door jams. And I'm talking about. Well, I'm saying pull on his legs. I'm pulling as hard as I possibly can. Pulling on his legs. Pulling on his legs. She's got her hands on his back. She's praying for him. And then what happens? I hear I hear uh, Chandon. Yeah. Chandon saw me pulled over. He pulled over. So he's coming running. And he's like, KV, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. And I didn't know what to do. So Chandy comes up. I'm like, we got another one. So I squeeze myself underneath into the passenger seat where now his torso 
is is like across the center console and his his midsection is in my lap. Mm-hmm. So his butt cheeks are like <laughs> facing up right at me, right? Okay. So he's laying across my lap and ch- and his boots are going out the passenger. I'm like chanting, pull on his legs, man, pull on his legs, pull on his legs. So now Chan has got him by the boots. He's pulling on his legs. The lady's in the back seat. She's praying for him, got her hands on him, praying for him. She's crying. I, I don't know what to do. I got my elbows. I got both el- I'm driving him into his buttocks, man. I'm talking <laughs> his butt cheeks because they're hard as a rock. I mean, hard as a rock. The dude is suffering. So I'm driving my elbows into his butt cheeks. I'm rubbing. I'm grinding. I'm, I don't even know why I'm doing that. You know, I've just, I, I, I got seen it on football games, or whatever. Guys got a cramp. They get down and start trying to rub his muscle out. <laughs> and I knew they didn't need to be hard. I'm trying to swap them up. Anyway, he finally starts relaxing. And then he, he, he go, he, he, she's like, he's, he's, he's doing better. He's doing better. And he's, he, you can hear he's not moaning crying or whatever anymore and then he he totally relaxes and then he he rolls over so now he's like butt down in my lap and then he just sits up so when he sits up now this grown man is sitting in my lap he looks me in the eyes he just starts crying wraps his arms around me starts hugging me i'm hugging him he's crying i'm crying he's saying thank you i'm like thank you for what like i didn't do anything i pulled on your legs and ground on your butt but it didn't change any, nothing changed i didn't do uh, you know and so anyway he, he gets a little better and he gets back in the passenger seat we're worried about whether or not they'll get they're going to go to the hospital and we're like you know if they'll make it there okay or not and so um we followed them to the hospital this all this story came to me recently because um me and Kennedy were going through Lumberton, and we passed that hospital. And um, every time I drive by that dang hospital, I tear up, you know. You know, I was trying not to let him see it, and he was like, Dad, what's wrong? I said, nothing, buddy. I said, that dang hospital, every time I drive by there, kind of gets me. And he said, why? I said, it's a long story. He said, I want to hear it, you know. So I told him the story. But we followed him to that hospital, and we left him there. And um, and then probably two years, three years later, four years later, I don't remember, we spoke at a small church somewhere. And afterwards, this lady comes up, and she's just bawling. And she says, are y'all the people that helped us on the side of the road? She tells him, like, yeah, that was us. That was definitely us. And then she says, you know, um, what that was was we didn't know it at the time, but he had a brain tumor. And um, that was the reaction of that, and we lost him last year. And um, and she just said she just wanted to tell us how much it meant to us to stop and try to help. But my point is this. That was a very busy highway. And I don't know. In the time we were there, hundreds of vehicles passed. And I talked to so many people who are always like, man, I wish I could have a purpose. I wish I could find a purpose. I wish my life would make a difference. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. And I'm like, you know, man, you're driving by it all day long, every day. It's right in front of you, everywhere you go. Like every person you cross paths with, almost 90% of them could use a little bit of something you got. And that's love. It's a willingness to consider someone else before yourself. And um, and I just want to encourage you to, if you're looking for purpose, quit looking in yourself. Get rid of your inverted eyeballs. Just start paying attention. And I know, you know, you don't need to take 
extreme risk. You don't need to go risking your life. You know, you know. I mean, sometimes, sometimes in life we may have to, but I'm not. I'm not suggesting you go do a bunch of foolish things. And maybe sometimes some of the stuff I do is, is, is a little foolish, but um, but there's so many opportunities. There's plenty for you. Yeah, as a woman, just um, me at the grocery store, just talking to the person checking me out or telling them to have a blessed day or asking them how their Thanksgiving went or um, at the bank, you know, just have interaction with them and just share the love of Jesus with them. Just be a light to them. That's right. Amen. You got a scripture for us? Um, I love this scripture. It's found in Philippians 2, 3 through 8. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility Value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And this, I love this part. Who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. How amazing is that? Right. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by being obedient to death, even death on a cross. Yeah. When you say that, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but when somebody really gets what you just read, they, they aren't anyone's doormat. That's what we're afraid of. They're a blaring light everywhere they go. You're like this. I don't know if you know or not, but you're like this. Like everywhere you go, your light goes with you. You Everyone likes, when Tammy shows up, everybody's glad you're there and they're glad you showed up. But I was just thinking about our uh, our male lady has been out and we got a different male lady and our, we love our male lady, you know? So we got a different one. Like, oh man, I'm worried about the new male lady. I wonder what that's going to be like because she just pops in and out every day. But her presence makes a difference in the mm-hmm. whole place because she can. So, so if the male lady comes in and, and it's just rough and gruff and tumble, it changes the, mm-hmm. everything that's going on there. But this lady, she just, she's just a servant. Mm-hmm. She just pops in and everybody's baby and sugar and honey. And, and just, she's just a light, you know, and she, every place she, and she pokes her head in thousands of doors a day, I'm sure. And every one of them, she leaves better than she found them. Mm-hmm. And she you could say, well, she's just delivering mail. Well, that may be what she's doing, but that's not why she's doing right. it. And, she, and she's carrying a purpose with her everywhere she goes. And you can too. That's what we're trying to say. It'll be, you won't do it for yourself. It's not found in yourself. You'll do it for God and others. But after you do it, what you'll find. It's the best possible thing you could ever do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I say that all the time. Every time I listen to the podcast, there's like two or three little phrases. I'm like, always, I got to quit saying those things. But that's just what comes out. So there it is. That's the best I got for this one. You got anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, until next time, trust God's word no matter what. And keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to The Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. 
If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.